The NFL season is over, but Dynasty season has just begun. And on today's episode of the Regression to the Mean podcast, we have our three priority February buys heading into Dynasty startup drafts over the coming months. I am your host, Sean Moran, and I am joined by my co-hosts, good friends and knowers of ball, Aiden Haller and Keegan Thompson. Aiden, how we living, man? I am doing well, Sean. The Chicago Bears are officially on the clock. We are in the offseason officially. The NFL season has concluded, and we are moving on. And that means we've got some more buys, we've got some more sells, and I'm excited to dive in, quite frankly, Sean. Oh, the season ended? I didn't I didn't know it ended. Um, yeah, it was it was just, you know, just another game. Nothing yep. nothing too big. Nothing they played a big. game? They played a game last yeah. Sunday? Yeah, they had, uh, yeah, there was a bit of a game. There was a bit of oh. a, oh, okay. a bit of a game. Yeah, that's good to know. Oh, maybe that's why I'm dead inside. I haven't felt an emotion <laughs> in close to a full week. Uh, Ke- Keegan, uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm excited to participate in uh, this version of the buy sell <laughs> episode. Seems like I missed out on some good uh, YouTube comment engagement with the last episode. So hopefully we get a, a sell or a buy today that just ruffles the feathers of our YouTube commenters again. I got caught. I love it. I love it. Yeah, they, they weren't happy. But then Pat Mahomes has that miracle playoff run. And now everyone's saying to sell Mahomes. You were just ahead of the curve, Aiden. You were just yeah. ahead of some, the curve. Some would say that wrong. Aiden knows ball. Yeah. Never wrong, just early. Never wrong, We're just wrong, early. Just early. Keegan alluded to it. Today's episode is a follow-up to our January buys and sells series where Aiden and I talked through our favorite buys and sells immediately following the 2023 fantasy regular season. If you haven't had a chance yet to listen or watch those episodes, go ahead. They are in our podcast feed. They're on our YouTube channel. Check them out. We talked about some very important players heading into the 2024 offseason. But the reason we're back doing another round of buys and sells is because Sleeper's Dynasty ADP, we're seeing a lot more movement. And with a lot of ADP movement means the market is changing. And with the market changing, there are players that we think are overvalued and undervalued that are worth either drafting at cost or avoiding at cost in a dynasty startup. Before we dive into the episode, if you are a part of the 70% of the people who are watching this video, but have not yet subscribed to our channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Subscribing to this channel is the number way you can support us and the Regression of the Meme podcast. Secondly, we want to thank all of you, the meme team, for helping us get to 1,000 subscribers That's last week. That happened, so thank you, everybody. We make this content right now as a passion project. We would love to do this full-time as something we do in the future. It's going to take a while to get there, but we are going to keep going one step at a time, one subscriber at a time. So thank you to the Regression of the Mean family, the Mean team. We do it for you. So thank you for joining us once or twice a week to talk ball with us, talk fantasy. Uh, you guys are the best. All right, boys. Ready to dive in? Let's get in there. All right, Aiden. Who are you buying? So I'll be honest, this is like not where I expected to go. Um, But the more I looked into this, the more I realized I owed someone an apology. Um, And that's Najee Harris. I'm I'm buying Najee Harris. I've I've said a lot of mean things about Najee. um, And it's not warranted. Just kind of just take a look at Najee Harris. Guys, still twenty. It was warranted. No, it was warranted. <laughs> so, so Najee is still just twenty six years old. He's he's about to turn twenty six. So, happy early birthday, Najee! 
Uh, on sleeper ADP right now, he's the running back 17 in startup draft, so right around 74 overall. Keep trade cut, he's the running back 24. And looking at last year's numbers, um, I'm just having trouble wrapping my head around why he is so cheap. Um, he's just too cheap. Just just peeling back the onion here. He's last, too cheap. <laughs> he's last, too cheap. Last year, man. As a rusher, had his best year in the NFL. In year three, 1,035 yards, eight touchdowns, eclipsed four yards per carry the first time of his NFL career. A couple stats that absolutely blew my mind, though. The guy was third in the league in yards after contact behind only CMC and Derrick Henry, second in broken tackles behind Travis Etienne. And everyone's like, he's slow. He's just like three, four yards of carry. He was 11th in the league in 10 plus yard runs, fourth in the league in 20 plus yard runs. He had a fantastic season and is now getting Arthur Smith, who deployed the fourth heaviest run game offense in the NFL. I don't know. There's kind of a lot to like here. And you can make the Jalen Warren argument. Um, Najee Harris's passing kind of, you know, ability or catching abilities per se have gone down, uh, since his rookie season, we thought maybe he was going to be a better pass catcher in the NFL. And I think that's okay. Arthur Smith is going to use both of those backs a ton. Najee Harris has never missed a game in his NFL career. He's been banged up here and there, but the guy's durable. It's pretty sturdy coming off a really good year and he's cheap. So I don't know. I'm, I was so wrong on him. The more I looked into it today, a, it got me pretty excited. I'm not going to lie, guys. Jalen Warren's baked in. Everything's baked in with Najee. I don't it's think his in. upside's baked in. All right. What is Arthur Smith going to do? Give the ball to Najee Harris? Isn't that right? All the Jalen Warren truthers, right? That's like you give it to the guy who's supposedly not as good. I feel like Najee Harris yeah. is going to do really well in that offensive scheme. And if you're getting him at cost right now, I'm I'm in. The issue with Najee three years ago is when you you had to pay up. You had to get draft him in the first round because the man caught 90 balls because of Big Ben. <laughs> yeah, and, he was a first-round draft pick in his second year in the NFL, like in fantasy yeah. terms. Oh, and Aiden and I know. He burned. Well. It was Aiden, a massive Aiden and I know. Aiden and I know. Anyone <laughs> no, that drafted he, him his, he burned his sophomore season, he had the plate and he had the uh, plate in his yeah. foot. He hurt his foot in training camp. It was just kind of a nightmare season. He comes out last year, looks a lot more explosive. He's highly durable and I like it in Arthur Smith's offense. I never thought I'd be a pro Najee Same. guy, but I, I'm I'm here. I, I like him at cost. The I price is right. The price startup right. Yeah, the price is right. You can get him what seventy fourth. Yeah, that's like the sixth round, seventh round, depending on how many teams are in your league. We're buying Najee Harris at ADP. We're into it. Who are you buying at ADP today, Sharks? I'd like to talk to you <laughs> about a twenty two year old wide receiver who will be just twenty three years old entering into the twenty twenty four season and has been extremely underutilized in his career, and yet his underlying metrics key in on him being an elite wide receiver. And today, I'm here to talk to you about Drake London. <laughs> to me, Whoa, Drake you London... you sound like you're from London. <laughs> to me, like, he's still pretty, like, his value's still really good right now. I think people are yeah. still seeing, like, Drake London as a good asset, but it's not as high as I think it he should be or can be. His current sleeper ADP overall is 43 He's the 16th wide receiver off the board, um, according to Sleeper ADP. And in terms of keep trade cut, he's about, um, what is he? I'm looking at it right now. He's 38 overall. So he's still like very highly touted by the dynasty community, but I still feel like that's too low. Like, let's just take a look at some of the wide receivers that are around him. Some above him include Nico Collins. Some below him include Jordan Addison, Devon, uh, Devonta Smith, DJ Moore, Rasheed Rice. So he's kind of grouped into this very interesting place, but, when we did our top 12 
dynasty wide receiver rankings. Not a single one of us put Drake London in our top 12. I think right now that's exactly why he should be a buy for dynasty owners. The Arthur Smith nightmare is gone. It's no longer Arthur Smith show in Atlanta. You get new head coach Raheem Morris, and then also Zach Robinson's being brought over to be the next OC for the Falcons. When when Raheem Morris was asked, like, what excites you about the Falcons? You're like looking at your players. He said, that's easy. Two things, Drake London, B. John Robinson. And they both, Zach and Raheem, have highlighted Zach or uh, Drake, Pitts, and B. John as just absolute weapons. And we know they were underutilized. I mean, so far in his career, Drake's unfortunately not touted a thousand yard receiving season. He's only had six touchdowns. And I think his expected touchdown rate over two years is about 15. So he's definitely underperforming, had 72 receptions in 2022, 69 receptions in 2023. But the underlying metrics for 2023 were great. Like uh, outside of his normal stats, 87% of reparticipation, 22% targets per route run, 23% target share, 31% air yard share. When he was a rookie, he's a, he's one of four rookie wide receivers ever to have a 23% target share and a two flat yards per route run. All the underlying metrics are great. He's like a 90 per, 90th percentile college athlete like coming out. To me, Drake London is what I think personally valued as like a mid, like anything 106 in the first round and below is where I think Drake London is like totally fair value. And you could probably get him for an early second because I bet people are just burned by Drake London at this point. I have Drake London in the dynasty league and you would have to do the jaws of life to get him out of my hands. I think like anyone that's held on to him is probably they're not they're not going to give up. They they made it through the Arthur years, you know. I know, they're, but they're there's there's one last home. there's one last step which is why I suggest the buy now because there's one last step to complete the window so we can fully glaze Drake London's 2024 outlook and it's they need a quarterback Yes. So go get Drake, Drake before you know what Drake their May. quarterback situation is. I need it. I need Drake May or Jaden to land with the the Falcons. I'm, I think that would be. I mean, think they're going to trade up. Incredible. I think one of them will fall to him. Did you see Lance Zerloin's uh, latest mock that Drake May's a faller? Aren't they at eight? Like, I guess they're, they're people are saying that Drake May may fall. I'm not going to say no. he may fall. I, That's hilarious. I'd be shocked if I don't. I hope not. Now, but they're all going top five. There's a lot of JJ buzz. They could get JJ at eight if they wanted to. Oh. Like I feel like they're going to be able to get a quarterback if they get JJ. I really I and they could get one through free agency London. too. They have <laughs> they have a lot of money to mess with as well too. They can get a free agency quarterback as well too. Like they have a couple options here, but this is I think my last window to buy yeah. somebody like Drake London because once they have a quarterback situation figured out, I do agree, Sean. Like I you're going to have to like try and pry him from their owners like dead cold hands it just won't happen so you have one last window i think to buy him before arthur got fired would have been really really smart but you have another opportunity where i still think you can get a discount on him i think with drake london too is i think most people know that drake london's a good receiver but i think there is a level to drake london that we don't even know exists like a 1300 yard 10 touchdown receiver like he he might be that special of a talent and we just don't know because of how poor of the quarterback play has been in a season like since 2018 like pff has given rookie grades you know pff grades or whatever but they're they're pretty correlated to success especially rookie year there have only been a handful of receivers to clear an 85-plus PFF grade. In 2019, it was Terry McLaurin. In 2020, it was Justin Jefferson. In 2021, it was Jamar Chase. In 2022, it was Garrett Wilson and Drake London. And in 2023, Puka Nakua and Rishi Rice. 
So that's like an elite collection of talent. Obviously, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, we haven't seen him get there quite yet. But what I think is funny is Drake London might be on par or better than Garrett Wilson, but his quarterback play might actually have been worse. The play calling quarterback play might have been worse than what Garrett Wilson was experiencing, which sounds kind of sacrilege to say, but he, he might be that good. He really might. Yeah, the time to buy is now. I, I, I think he's pretty accurately priced. Um, but I think like before the QB situation unfolds itself and the offense absolutely takes off, I think, yeah, it's, it's kind of your last time to buy. So <clears throat> I get behind that, Keegan. I like it. You, you guys have got a first contract running back. You've got a year three underperforming wide receiver. And my guy is a future Hall of Famer. Oh, God. I've got a 32-year-old wide receiver that played in one of the worst offenses in football when rookie Aiden O'Connell was his quarterback, and that is none other than Devontae Adams, the current wide receiver 29 on keep trade cut and the current 65th pick off the board in sleepers, super flex ADP. Um, I didn't think I was going to go down this route. I haven't drafted Devontae in a couple years. And I haven't been super pro Devontae, even though he's obviously a Hall of Famer. But at the age of 31, Devontae put together kind of an under-the-radar massive fantasy season. He finished second in the league in targets, 10th in total PPR points. And he was actually second in the NFL in expected fantasy points. Poor quarterback play really sunk him, but he was second in expected fantasy points, which is huge in an age 31 season. And what's crazy about that is the fact that this season was technically a letdown for anyone that drafted him or had him the year before, because the year before he had 330 fantasy points, which just seems insane. And when you look at it in terms of historical context, like in 2022, Devontae Adams became the 15th wide receiver to clear 300 PPR fantasy points at the age of 30 or older. Of those 15 wide receivers, only three of them have gone on to score 300 points again in the rest of their career. Those three wide receivers were Jerry Rice, Marvin Harrison, and Rod Smith. If you open up that threshold to 280 points again after their 300-point season, eight of them went on to score 280 points again in their careers after their age 31 season. Those eight are Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Chris Carter, Reggie Wayne, Wes Welker, and Jimmy Smith. Now, I understand that Devontae Adams is older, but if you were to put Devontae Adams in his historic career in perspective, would you say he more aligns with Hall of Famers or with like your average pro bowler that ages out? What do you guys think? Okay. My big issue with him is like, is, is who's throwing him the rock still? Because um, <laughs> AP said he likes Aiden O'Connell, dude. Because I know like your big, like, like one of your things was like he was in a historically bad offense. I don't know which could, it could be, be historically it could be the same offense, again. which is my biggest thing. Like I think Devontae's that's why his ADP is so low. Yeah, and I think I I like gambling on that on the ADP and his price right now. But and to your point, like we talk about, like being baked into it. I think the risk that they roll back out Aiden O'Connell and this is the same offense again next year is like it's a very real possibility. But Devontae Adams is. Sean, give me He's an example of somebody that you would sell or some like piece that you would sell to try and go out and buy Devontae Adams. Like what would, especially if you're, because Devontae Adams is 
to my mind, like buying for a contending yeah, team. Yeah, he's a win now. Asset. You maybe just missed playoffs or you got booted yeah. out of playoffs in the first round last year. You want to beef up your team for a run. What are you dumping to get Devontae Adams? Like, what is a fair trade in your mind to acquire him? Do you guys want to know? I'll answer your question, Aiden, but I'll answer your question with a question. Do you guys want to know who's currently going ahead of him right now in ADP on Sleeper? Yeah. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, Deshaun Watson, Jaden Reed, Debo Samuel, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley. Guys going around him, George Pickens, DeAndre Swift, Alvin Kamara. Mm, yeah, that's that's. I'm taking Tay over most of those guys. Yep. I would trade like DK Metcalf and I would like, I would, I if I had DK Metcalf, I would get Devontae Adams maybe plus a second rounder or like a satellite running back, like a Devin Singletary to acquire Adams. That That's where I'm at. Um, we're hoping someone <laughs> like DK Metcalf could put up a season that Devontae Adams has put up in their career. I would rather have Devontae. I was looking at his historical context. The guy that he reminds me the most of at his specific age is Marvin Harrison, who at the age of 30 put up 384 fantasy points. Shout out Marvin Harrison. Up, and then at age 31, <laughs> yeah. And then at age 31, he scored 280 points. Uh, Harrison went on to score 300 points at the age of 34 again a couple years later. Like he had four highly productive seasons after the age of 30. And Tazar, there is a huge, so I, I think, like, I think he's there. There is like a huge piece of that though. Peyton Manning's yes, not throwing him. Peyton Manning's not throwing him the football, which is like, again, I have huge concerns about him because of his QB situation. Marvin Harrison was awesome. I think if Peyton Manning is throwing Tay the Rock, we're talking three hundred easy locking in every year. I, okay, so Pey like what I say is Devontae crushed with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. he crushed with Derek Carr. And then he had some monster blow up weeks with Aiden O'Connell, but a lot of sprinkled in like bad performances because sure. Aiden O'Connell wasn't that accurate. Yeah. I think even with Aiden O'Connell at quarterback, his ADP still, Probably. I think, is too, too low. Yeah. Right. If you maybe that. get an upgrade at quarterback, you get a quarterback who's more capable of throwing the ball deep. Maybe Justin Fields ends up a Raider. He's there. That's I think you're happening. in a situation. The, I, they, I probably not, but it. like, or even like Andy Dalton, dude. I'm telling you, like anything that's relatively like relatively average, I think Devontae Adams' path to another yeah. 300 point season is there. He's competing with targets with Jacoby, who we really like. Yeah. And he's competing for targets with Michael Mayer, but that's it. Like the offense still runs through him in terms of the passing game. And he's still an elite talent. He he didn't really show signs of slowing down last year. His expected fantasy points were spectacular. And he just couldn't hit home. So I'm going to bet on regression and a future Hall of Fame talent. And future Hall of Fame talents usually avoid the age cliff longer. And I think Devontae Adams has real viability of being a wide receiver one for the next two to three years. And you can get him at wide receiver 2980p. Sign me up. This looks a lot like Keenan Allen last offseason. It really does. I agree. I, I agree to ADP. I mean, keep getting me with like like all these guys with like legit QBs though. I'm like Keenan had Justin Herbert. I was like, the fate is silly. And I called that one, but yeah, no, I still like it at ADP, but 
You can disagree with me if you want to disagree. No, Aiden, you're, no, you're I good. like it at Do price. It. But all the comps you keep doing are like this wide receiver <laughs> tied to like elite QB play, and I'm like, I'm staring at Farva right now, and I'm like, I don't know, like you know, <laughs> I'm having trouble. Like you know, I'm right there with you, and then you bring up like these comps, and I'm like, oh, that's a step back, and then it's like, no, but he's too, he is too cheap. I think you bet on talent regardless of the situation, um, and just look at his production. He's no he, dude's a beast. He's that's definitely too, like when you read the players that are around him. Um, what what you're gonna take Dalton Kincaid over like Devonte Adams? Like no. no, like that's silly. No that's way. silly. The guys around him are not in the same league as Devonte Adams. He had some pretty good games in 2023 as well too. Like he yeah, had some blows, totally. but there was like I mean the stretch from week 14 to week 18, he was basically a double digit fantasy player except for week uh, week 16 against Kansas City. And he did squeak out, you know, 1,100 yards last year with Aiden O'Connell. I could see it getting better with a year two Aiden O'Connell, but it is a massive bummer that is likely going to be his quarterback. But, hey, maybe the discount's picked in. Maybe get a cheap Devontae Adams for your championship piece. And if Devontae Adams is like your third, fourth wide receiver on your dynasty team, I think you're in pretty good shape. The last thing that you would want to happen is, to be like the people that I know who traded for Cooper Cup trying I'm to do right the same here. thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was unfortunate. He got hurt. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, dude. Well, that was Cooper big, Cup that was... was coming off an injury. Devontae Adams was healthy last year. He's been healthy. Yeah, for a d- he's just so. coming off a, a mental injury from having to play for the Raiders. But he he put up thirty eight points in week seventeen, I think. Uh, in the fan- fantasy finals, yep. he had a monster game. So he, he's still no, Devontae no, no. Adams. I, he's still Devontae. I, I think it's a, I think it's a sneaky, sneaky good yep. buy, a situational buy for sure. Like I would yes. not go out and buy him if I'm like, if I went six and ten last year in the fantasy season, or what is it, four and ten? You know? Yeah. So if you're ready to like compete, it. if you're ready to compete, it's a great sell. I mean, it's a great buy. And if you're, if you're looking for additional assets. Don't give it up too cheap just because he plays for the Raiders and Aiden O'Connell's his quarterback. Because I'm telling you, because he's still. Got it. Um, I have a bonus buy before we get out of here. Yes, you like bonus, bonus buys? He's buy. a guy that moves bonus like Devontae buy. Adams. Bonus buy. Tell him about the guy that moves like Ted. Um, Very different. He plays for Devontae Adams' old team. Age 22. Current sleeper ADP 140. Wide receiver 44 on Keep Trade Cup. That is none other than Don Tavian Wicks. Now, I mean, and Aiden had alluded to it. He kind of has the same release package off the line of scrimmage that Devontae Adams does. It's it is silky, it is smooth, and he uh he looks pretty nuanced as a route runner. He had an under the radar, incredibly impressive rookie season as a six round draft pick in a crowded Packers passing core. Five hundred eighty yards, four TDs, forty receptions. From week ten on, his numbers were fantastic. He averaged fifty six yards per game, close to three yards per route run, so two point nine three. He had a 14% target share. That was the second best on the team. They really spread it around. And he actually ran the six most routes. So his his targets per route run was the second best on the team during this stretch. Um, He finished the year with the fourth best PFF grade and yards per route run of every wide receiver in the 2023 draft class. And currently Gabe Davis, Quentin Johnston, Sam Howell, Kenny Pickett, Dalton Schultz, Chuba Hubbard, and Traylon Burks are going ahead of him. Uh, I would I would draft Ontavian Wicks ahead of those guys pretty easily. It's good, my, man. My, I would can. love to be able to trade my trailer Burks shares for Ontavian. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah, go scoop uh, a lot. He's too cheap. I 
I think I think he's the best wide receiver in that room. Um, I think Jaden Reed's got a lot of like you know different like you know fun movements, but in terms of like full route tree and like down the field, like stretch the field receiver, Dontavian like his route running is so crisp. Um, don't be surprised if he's their leading receiver next year. I love it. That's four. We got four buys here. Four we're buys. buying Drake London. We're buying Najee Harris. We're buying Devontae Adams. We're buying Dontavian Wicks. Does anyone have any bonus buys before we uh, get out of here? That's all. We like wide receivers. Sue us. Sue us. So what? <laughs> can you guys? Um, I was wondering, can we buy a time machine and not relive Sunday? So, like, the 49ers are never in the Super Bowl again. So, I don't have to feel what that was. I can't help can you fund that. But, have one of those? but I support you okay. for that. I'll, I'll start the. Yeah. If you, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll start a GoFundMe <laughs> for you. <clears throat> We're into, we're buying new teams to root for. No, I'm buying a new no, hobby. I'm, I'm buying a new hobby. I might I might get into bird watching on Sundays next year. That's uh, that's something I'm thinking about doing on um, your Theo Ash grind, <laughs> fellow bird watcher. Is he really? Yeah, oh, big bird wow. watching guy. I just threw that out there. No, what, what should I get into? Should I get into like pretending I know what I'm talking about with cars? Think ah, oh, is that thing got a Hemi? Is that what I should do? <laughs> Go to like some car shows? Like, wow, that's what is it? A '68 Corvette? I don't know. I'm just you know, just being a car guy. That's what makes you feel something. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever makes right. you feel. Thank you, Ruddy, for tuning in. If you have not watched our episode, you know. Until next time, everybody. 